Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to our weekly movie show with the boys Connor. Hello. And Benny. Hey. <laughs> Fonzie. <laughs> hey. Is that you? <laughs> Dudes. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was there a follow-up to that or... <laughs> How you guys been, man? Talk to me. Let's uh, catch up on what the week has been on your televisals. Have you, you guys seen anything stroke? cool? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Bye, George. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've been watching for the week. That's fine. I'll, I'll go first. Um, I can't remember the name of it, though. That's really shit. Um, <laughs> Is everyone having a stroke? Do you yeah, want me to jump seriously. in, Connor? Yeah, you go yours. Okay, I'll, I'll so figure out this week what's happening to I watched, terribly hungover. I watched the premiere of... Uh, Fox's X-Men television series, Gifted, um, okay. which, judging by the looks on you guys' faces, is really flying under the radar. No, I've only heard good things. Okay, yeah. Um, well, get ready. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've only seen one article, so... It was... Did we, uh, we watch a trailer on the show a while back? Yeah, we, were, yeah, a we, while saw, back. we, we talked about the trailers and such. Um, it was fine. It was all right. It was directed okay. by Brian Singer, this first episode, oh, which... Okay. Feel like is to the show's detriment, maybe, mm. because it just feels like another Brian Singer thing. I think setting it apart from that would have been really cool. Yeah, but um, it's very, very distinct from the um the X Men film universe that we know so far. Okay, seems completely unconnected. They they I think they mentioned the X Men at some point or kind of obliquely mentioned them. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it's just about a bunch of kind of mutant kids, uh, very grounded, no costumes or heroes or anything. Um, and this government agency, the Sentinel Service or something that is that has to hunt them down. Uh, I really kind of dig the premise. I've always loved that aspect of the X-Men that kind of, you know, people hated and feared because they're different. I think that works so well. Um, and it was competent enough. Um, I didn't really latch on to any characters or anything, but uh, hopefully it goes somewhere interesting from there because at the moment it's something I'm only watching because of the franchise. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. No, it's It's fine. Yeah, but there's but a million good TV shows out there. I think bringing in Brian Singer was a mistake. It's just not going to push the envelope enough. And, and no. I think X-Men is... I mean, Brian Singer's been involved since the first X-Men in 2000. Yeah. 17 years ago. He should get back to his uh, Jack the Giant Slayer franchise. I think Ooh, that, that don't remind it. me of that. Um, also, I just remembered, I also watched the third episode of Star Trek Discovery. Um, and I am head over heels in love. Okay. I have not wanted to um, like mainline a series this bad in a long time. I cannot wait for more. It's only coming out weekly, which I guess is good because I'd already be done otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think uh, it's addressed a lot of the issues people have had with the two-part premiere, which amazingly enough feels like a prologue or a prequel to the series almost. Like kind of, you know, some pilots are like a movie um, and it's very separate from what the premise of the actual show is. And it's just kind of backstory for the main character, which I think is really cool. And I cannot recommend the show highly enough now. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, George? I watched The Machinist from Ooh. 2004. First time? No, no. I've watched this a bunch of times. I've never seen it. Christian Bale. It's the one where he lost, uh, I think he went down to about yeah. 40 or 50 pounds. I've, I've seen pictures way. of him. He looks skeletal. Pounds or kilos? Pounds. Pounds? Oh, sorry. Sorry, kilos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he literally disappeared. He was a skeleton. <laughs> he was dead. <laughs> he for 30 years running. So, went so, down to 30 pounds. So method. So method. <laughs> I absolutely so love method. method. I love how shocked <laughs> Ben was. Pounds. I just, it cannot be. Oh I'm not that up on my imperial measurements. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Um, I love that movie. I think Christian Bale, um, 
it's such a he's he's just he looks crazy he's acting crazy the whole movie and uh it's it's one of those roles that the wrong guy um takes the reins and gets cast in that role there's just no nuance there's no invested you're just watching this crazy guy but christian bale um really just captures your attention and you're just so interested to know what is going on in this story and i i think it's great and if you're into psychological thrillers if you're into horrors if you're into anything of that sort definitely check out the machinist it's a great performance it's a great movie the guy um who directed it brad anderson went on and did a bunch of breaking bad episodes that's kind of what well, i don't think he's really done that much i don't think he's done another feature since this but it's um, a bummer. um cool piece of trivia the uh the main character in this is trevor resnick and uh the the writer um, adapted that from Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. So uh, another reason for me to love this film. That um, fact was so much you fun. <laughs> yeah, you, you do feel like enlightened after knowing that. I feel like I should actually watch the movie. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it. You recommend coming you back seen to it. now? Oh. No, I've never seen it. I love it. I, mm-hmm. I, I think... Um, it's kind of solidified itself in pop culture as that movie that he lost a lot of weight for. Yeah. Mm. It's, uh, one, it's one of those culty things that you never know how good it's going to be going mm. back to. But yeah. Mm. I, I I thought it was um, outstanding. Cool. Cool. Um, I'll go because I've sorted out what the hell I'm doing <laughs> now. Um, I watched a, a CGI um, film by Neil Blomkamp uh, as part of his, is it Oats Studio? Oats. Yeah. So he's Finally doing someone of, watched the notes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Did you watch this one? Is this the one with uh, Shalto Copley? No, it's, it's, it's completely animated. Oh, it's yeah. CGI. Wait. So, backstory in 2016, um, Unity 3D um, did a, a 3D rendering a short film called Adam, award winning um, short. Uh, really cool. I highly recommend you guys um, check it out on YouTube. Um, but it was essentially to show off the capabilities of their rendering. Looks amazing. Um, they then have obviously teamed up with Neil Bonclamp now. Never pronounce his name. It's yeah. such a fucking bore. Um, uh, and as part of his Oat Studio, and have done it again um, as a sequel, and or kind of the next chapter. It's unbelievable. It's cool. kind of, I mean, it's uh, at that point. You know, when you see some kind of graphics from games, where you're, it's almost like photorealistic. Like it just doesn't seem. It just yeah. transcends it's, it's that other so, level. So not, not only does it look fantastic, and, and, and obviously from the point of um, the rendering, it's, it's amazing, but also just in terms of, I was super interested, like I was super engaged in this. Cool. Um, the first one was interesting um, and it caught my attention. This one was really cool. Now this is a real bummer because I sat through half a dozen of those fucking things and now finally a good one comes along. <laughs> you get to watch that one, all right. It's, but it's like, it's literally five minutes. Like it's not long at all. It, yeah. There's not a lot of dialogue. It's very much like, it, it gives you a little tease. I think they're going to release another one soon. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it, I just want to find out more about this world. I've been given so little um, and incredibly interested. Is it tantalizing? It is tantalizing. And lots of world building. <laughs> lots of world building. It's tantalizingly. It stunning. <laughs> it hey, stunning. Before we get into the news, let's um, a couple little little things that I want to bring up. Yep. Ooh. Connor, 
Wow. Yeah. The hell, man. Oh, shit. Ooh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Are we gonna, we've, we've already uh, aired out our dirty laundry on, uh, on Blade Runner. It got a little bit spicy yeah, there. So but definitely go check out our Blade Runner 2049 review. That is up. Um, that's pretty in-depth one. We, we talked for an hour, an hour 20 on that. So mm. um, definitely go check that out. Massive thanks to everyone that's listening. Like the, the Blade Runner retro review has done really well. So thanks everyone. You know, if you're enjoying the podcast, hit that subscribe button. Tell a friend, um, you know. Tell your mum. Tell mama. And then, <laughs> <laughs> um, third item is we are emceeing uh, an event uh, in Sydney, Australia, coming up Graveyard Shift at the Ritz Cinema in uh, Randwick near Bondi. Um, so if you're into like uh, horror movies or um, cult movies, there's some really good ones they're playing. Um, this is this is a four movie classic horror marathon. Four movie. Four movies. Films. We've got, we've got, we've got Near Dark. Yeah. We've got Reanimator. Cool. We've got Nightmare on Elm Street. Even better. And Poltergeist. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> That's why it's last. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I like I like Poltergeist. Yeah, but when it's like one in the morning, you're yeah. probably gonna go home. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that'll be really cool. Yeah, be there. we we recently did a Lord of the Rings marathon there. Um, is massive success. A lot of people there um, had a lot of fun. You know, they 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 would have liked to know who we were, but <laughs> yeah, I may have forgotten. We, we should have mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. I, I even though I, I'm not going to take blame for it, but yeah, <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of shut shit down before <laughs> we were running late. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll be doing that, and I think we'll be doing Thor as well. Yes. Uh, so the yeah. they're doing a, a midnight. Yeah. No, not a midnight screening. An an advanced screening. Yeah. Um, you going to wear your Loki outfit for that? No, I'm not. Yeah. Why? I may ask some people to kneel though. <laughs> <laughs> So head to the Red Cinema to check us out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check, 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 check it out. All right. Let's get into some things Zenos. that happened. People, humans in the film industry, things happened. And we're I'm going to tell I'm you about it from them. here, George. <laughs> 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 All right. So we've got our news. Uh, first on our list, uh, Gore Verbinski is in talks to direct Fox's Gambit, starring Channing Tatum. So, Gambit. Gambit, yeah. He is now Gambit. the third director that's been attached to this. This film has been in development hell for, I'm, I must say, what, almost I, 10 years, I maybe. must say. Seven Channing years? Tatum alone was announced in 2015 for the role. Holy which shit. Which is something they like doing now, is getting someone for a character and then not even knowing what they're going to do with them. But, uh, yeah. nonetheless, Gorvaminsky. I loved Wicked Wellness. Choice. I keep hearing that from you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this very much feels to me like um, you know, they made Logan and they chose a cool director and kind of let him do something interesting with the project. Maybe that's what they're looking to do again, yeah. which mm. could not be a better way for them to go, I think. How weird would it be if studios started making like really good films with really good directors as opposed to just turning out shit? How weird would it be if someone made a good Gambit movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just didn't think this, I thought this was done. I thought this was completely done. And it may fall through again. As we said, this is the third director who's been quite attached. Like Doug Lyman was the last one. He was well on board and then he just kind of drifted off and yeah. said that the project didn't resonate with me. Yeah. Um, so maybe this will never happen. But I couldn't think of kind of a more interesting pick, really. What an amazing visual stylist. Yeah. It'll, it'll be very interesting to see how much leeway they give him. Maybe they might even give him carte blanche. Oh, what, what does that mean? What's that? Uh, it, it, it means like a blank check. Ooh. He can do whatever he wants. Oh. I know. Thank right? you. That wow. was very interesting. <laughs> this podcast is so informative. <laughs> <laughs> um, if that didn't make sense, yeah. watch 
Blade Runner 2049 and then watch, listen, listen, listen to, to our, our review. review. Yeah. <laughs> but Gore he's done some of my favorite films. He's done The Ring um, and he's done... The Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy, the original the first one. one. Yep. I Mouse like Hunt, which one. I think is an amazingly underrated gem. Yeah, you I do. Lo- I love Mouse Hunt. It That's- is an amazing oh. modern slapstick film. Um, and I think he's a fantastic action director. I think he's one of the best of the best. And I think something like Gambit and the X-Men universe would be really cool to see. Yeah. I loved Gambit since the 90s cartoons. So Everyone I'm loved keen. Gambit when they were growing up. He's, he's like that kind of Venom character. That yeah. Maybe there's not that much going on there, but you kind of love him when you're he's a kid. He's dark and mysterious. Mm. Yeah. He throws cards around. <laughs> no. And he talks cool. <laughs> Uh, not like that, but yeah. <laughs> but you Do know. you like my impression of Gambit? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's get on to the next story. Yeah, Jesus. He's You're Cajun. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, <I> just, <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Oh god, George dropped his phone. Um, all right. Can I am I allowed to proceed now? You're all sorted. You may you proceed. You can only get 90 minutes of podcast out of me a week. Yeah. <laughs> once, we, once we eclipse that, it turns bad into a things sh- happen. shit show. Bad things happen. Um, all right, our second story. Uh the Fast and Furious Hobbs slash Shaw spinoff is going to be released uh, 2019, July 26th, apparently. Um, I didn't even know that this was really in development. Like, as far I, as I'm aware, this is the first actual confirmation, although the, the rumors were pretty clear um, after the fate of the Furious that that was going to happen. I mean, there was the, the post credit scene. That was but Hobbs, Hobbs and it. Shaw is um, Dwayne... Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jason Statham. Yep. Yeah. They're yep. um, the best parts of that movie. Yep. And uh, we were all very excited for this to be announced and I'm very happy to hear it. Yeah. I mean, it's caused a little bit of controversy. I think a lot of them said that that would be kind of against the general vibe of the thing, which is family. family. Yeah. But so, uh, so apart, they were like, oh wait, man. we can make lots of money from this as well. Uh Excellent, I'm in. I think the only people who have an issue with this are like four of the actors yeah. from those movies. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else is like, hell yeah. Because, yeah. Vin, you know, this is Vin Diesel's baby and uh, The Rock has just swooped in. And basically when Fast Five came out, kind of re-energized the franchise. So, yes. you know, I'm not going to say it's all on The Rock, um, but a good portion of the, 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 the rejuvenation of this franchise was because he got cast. He's, he's kind of like the face of the franchise kind of renewal yeah like even if he didn't have that much to do with it yeah yep. um so chris morgan who um wrote fast and Fu- the fast and furious three to eight i think um is is on board to pen pen the script great choice great um choice. and Sh- shane black is being on to direct oh yes now that's that's very much just complete hearsay the studio you know, there's an insider source saying that's what they're looking for. Wow. Yeah, that could just be a direction they're looking to go. Nobody's had any talks or anything, but that would be a fucking be cool. awesome choice. That would be insane. Do you imagine a Shane Black buddy comedy with Jason Statham and Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Holy crap. That's, wow. I mean, this is, it's weird how this um, franchise has progressed. I mean, we, we've talked about this quite a bit in, in regards to the, you know, I really enjoyed the last one. Yeah. Um, they seem to just kind of know what they are and uh, really play to their strengths. They know the brand. They yeah. know what people want. Yeah. That's what one of the most successful films. Mm. Shane Black, that's a really interesting choice. Mm. Um, we'll see how Predator turns out. I miss the nice guys, um, but I only that's heard really, cool. really good things. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is one of my favorite films of all time. So Hell yeah. Uh, so good. I, 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 that, that makes me even more um, interested in this project. Yeah. Um, as an aside, 
there's been some recent um, drama, or I guess more drama, um, with Tyrese calling out The Rock, um, saying that the reason that uh, the franchise is taking so long to return is because of him. Um, well, so yeah, Fast 9 has been pushed back to 2020, yeah, which um, is a pretty big gap for these movies. They come out almost yearly. Um, and well, yeah. every two years, yeah. Yeah, and it's... Um, it's essentially because of this spinoff, really. Yeah. So Talk, talking just quickly, talking about movies coming out often, the first Transformers came out in 2007. Mm. I, that only kind of clicked in my head. 10 years ago, wow. And that, we just got number five. So we've gotten a Transformers movie every two years. Punishing. Punishing, man. <laughs> I've been thinking about why I've been so depressed the past 10 years. I'm like, ah, oh, that's why. That's it. Michael Blood. Bay. That's the one. Bastard. And it kind of sneaks up on you. The first one wasn't that bad. Yeah, the first one was fine. Kind of was. to say. But this is, I think this is too hilarious. Tyrese Gibson, who literally only has a career because of these movies, yeah. <laughs> is coming out it, like <clears throat> on Instagram with this this post that has like 100,000 likes. And I'm going to read it right now. Uh, this, oh, really? This is a Tyrese PSA. Cool. He says, congratulations to The Rock and your brother-in-law, a.k.a. Seven Bucks producing partner, H.H. Garcia, for making the Fast and the Furious franchise about you. And like you, DJ, even if they call, I will not be deleting this post. Good night, folks. See you in 2020. <laughs> Fast family, right? Nah, it's about Team Dwayne. Three years. Will it be worth the wait? No sure, just Hobbs. Will this be another Baywatch? Ooh, beef. Ooh. Guys, guys, just relaxed. I'm just a really passionate film critic. So wow. this is like unfiltered, yeah. pure, like just human vitriol coming out from one co-star to another. We've heard a lot about that. Between Vin Diesel and The Rock, and Tyrese is obviously yeah. on Vin's side, so there's something going on here. It's crazy. Well, it's so weird to see all these superstars just not playing the game yeah. that that all these actors and producers and directors do. It, yeah. It's kind of refreshing, yeah. <laughs> even if it's crazy immature. Yeah, like how many millions of dollars are these people getting paid? Fuck. Yeah, that that's kind of what frustrates me. It's like you're all being paid like a shit ton of money to act, um, and I mean the whole premise is is a bit ridiculous to begin with that they're earning that much money. But that aside, don't fucking complain about. Like I would think he'd see this like as that. a holiday. He doesn't have to go back to work for like two years. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I was just thinking. I'm, I'm sure he's not, not going to do what else any has other he thing. Been in, in the past five years, I think he was cut out of uh, Transformers Five actually because he was meant to come back for that one. Oh really? I think he, they filmed him, but. Uh, yeah. No good. Wow. <laughs> Must have made beef on that set too. Wow. <laughs> he may yeah. have been in the background of some shots. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. Weird. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, our next story is Kate Winslet is now going to join the Avatar universe. So Avatar. She's rejoining, um, what's his face? Jim Cameron's Jim, Avatar. James Cameron. <laughs> cool. <sighs> yeah. I mean, that's all, a news story. All the news, like it just, not all the news, sorry. All the news about Avatar, it just reminds me that Avatar is still a thing and it's going to come out and I'm going to have to watch it with my eyeballs. And I think that's the point of these news stories is to try and keep reminding you. people that Avatar oh, is going to be a yeah. thing, supposedly. I mean, we've been waiting a long time. So Kate Winslet obviously famously worked with him on uh, James Cameron on Titanic. So there's yep. a bit of a reunitation. Could yeah. this be like a secret Titanic sequel? <laughs> I mean, you know what? Everything's pointing that direction. It's all connected. It's all um, connected. It's just good that, you know, uh, James Cameron is, is bringing along a, a strong female character into this universe. I'm sure he'll uh, utilize that well. <laughs> oh, as only need, he knows how. Damn. In, all seriousness, no, in all seriousness, though, <laughs> um, Kate Winslet is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. a really terrific addition yeah. to a cast that is not that amazing. Sam Worthington. 
Wertho. Is Wertho is he back? Is Australia's he back own. Yeah, he's going to be back apparently. I mean, what else is he doing? Wertho. We haven't seen him in nah. anything for like, what, four years? No, other than like that surfing Australian independent man, movie. Man on ledge. Man on board. <laughs> on wave. Yeah, wow. Well. What a story. Um, moving. <laughs> you put it in there, Connor. <laughs> no, I was talking about Sam Worthington. Uh, I wasn't making reference uh, to my headline. Fuck you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> but now that well, I know what you what really think. Um, uh, I believe these uh, Avatar movies are going to be very expensive. A billion. A billion. A billion dollars for, is that for the trilogy, I guess? The, I thought the, it was five the, movies. The three, fuck, you can keep up. I mean, a billion doesn't sound enough. Like, they spent a billion on the last one. Yeah. With marketing involved. So. Yeah. Dollars. Yeah. Dollars, man. All right, moving on. Um, your main man, George, Jared Leto, is going to play Hugh Hefner in the upcoming biopic from Brett Ratner. Come break me down. I just Please don't do that. want to ban all, I assume that was 30 seconds to mine. <laughs> so I, I, I don't want it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want yeah, to hear it. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, this this is I'm I'm trying to piece together like timeline. This is a bit too quick. Like they obviously haven't decided to go with this since his death. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the I news would. came out that he died and someone made some very quick calls. Yeah. Like, I, I honestly think that could could have happened, but I it probably was being worked on for a yeah. while. I reckon, I mean, timing. I reckon there's a bunch of these just sitting there when you know, Woody Allen goes, pull out the Woody Allen script. Breaks a glass. Get on the blower, you know, with Jack yeah. Nicholson. They just got a bunch of great, He's a great <laughs> Jack choice. Nicholson. He's a great choice. To play Woody Allen. <laughs> great choice. Man. I should be a casting director. They've definitely got just like these like breaking case of death. Like just oh, no 20 doubt. of them just getting they, ready. And like, like, like as soon as they go like, Bang. They're like, oh, the, we're, we're, you know, 2017 now, shift everyone along a couple years, you know, who's big, who's not so big. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got that shit ready. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Do you remember when Michael Jackson died? I went to JB Hi-Fi, for, which is for those who live in other parts of the world, that's like one of the big sort of like CD. It's our best buy. Yeah. And you can buy anything there electronic goods wise. But um, literally the next day, I went to buy a Killswitch Engage album. The di- sorry, the day Michael Jackson died, I went to buy the new Killswitch Engage album and at the counter, there was Michael Jackson albums galore everywhere. Now, that's a very small example of these companies reacting to when, you know, the, these leveraging, leveraging somebody, these, these moments. And Hugh Hefner dying last week, this coming out, they've leveraged this moment. It's all planned, guaranteed. It's a conspiracy. Yeah. They killed him. <laughs> they did. They did. Um, Confirmed. That, that all aside, are either of you in any way, shape, or form interested to see a Hugh Hefner? Look, biopics Biopic? are a mixed bag. I don't think, with very few exceptions, they're never amazing because they so rigidly have to adhere to I know, the real-life story, and real-life stories are never that narratively satisfying, generally. Um but sometimes one comes along that is really, really cool. Something like Selma is amazing. Um, if they do something like Wolf of Wall Street <clears throat> is what I'm thinking. Yes, which I was just about to follow with is being directed by Brett Ratner. <laughs> so it will not be yeah. that interesting, I don't think. Which is a shame because Hugh Hefner was a fascinating guy and the story of his life is a very interesting and um, conflicting one. 
Because, yeah. I mean, this is a guy He's who... not a great guy. Well, well I mean... Sides, they, they, both sides they, of the coin, you know, proponents of uh, Hugh Hefner say sexual liberation, you know, really influenced he was, the world. He was publishing in favor of homosexuality in, like, the 70s, which is crazy. At the same time, you know, he's been labeled a porn peddler, and yeah. that's absolutely true as well, an ex- exploitator of, exploiter of women. Um, giving rise to the modern-day porn industry. Yeah, and but if you could make a film that really kind of captures the complexity of of the man and of all men. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe you can make something interesting out of it. Brett Ratner, I think I agree. Brett Ratner probably won't. I yeah. agree. I'll, 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 probably be stock standard but, um, biopic shit. I think the biggest story here is Jared Leto, famously known to be a method actor. What would that lead to? <laughs> <laughs> He's just, he's gonna have to take it upon himself to just bang a lot of models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. poor guy. That would be like the least crazy he gets on set. Probably. Yeah. That's pretty standard yeah. Hollywood stuff. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, Death Wish um, has been bumped back to March, the release date, as well as the Punisher premiere has been pushed back and pulled from the New York New York Comic Con. Um, this is uh, is it confirmed that this is because of the Las Vegas shooting? So yeah. so. The Punisher stuff, they've released a statement. This is very much uh, in reaction to the Las Vegas massacre. Um, it was a tasteful statement. It was cool. Yeah, um, I thought so. Cool of them to do, I think. Do you have Even that? though I'm, I'm, uh, it's, you know, I'm sad to see the, the Punisher get pushed back because we're, we're really looking forward to that one. Um, Death Wish, they have not said. Um, it's definitely... What is Death Wish? It's the Bruce Willis vigilante film. Oh, the yeah, the yeah, remake yeah. of the Charles Bronson yeah, movie. Yeah. Very the, the one looks, that we didn't want to see anyways. It looks like it's in very poor taste. Okay. Um, yeah, I remember I remember we watched the trailer for that. Yeah, it um, looks like the Trayvon Martin story, the movie, except mm. from the side of the white guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just kind of interesting to see both examples of this and how the different attacks are. Um, I mean, they're, they're both movies about violent vigilantes Um violent white vigilantes just going out and killing a lot of people. So, uh, yeah, just a horrible tragedy. And uh, I guess this is the way they have to react to it. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Even watching um, the Pacific Rim trailer that we were talking about, we will be talking about soon. I don't know, this this whole um, Vegas thing is it's done a bit of a doozy on me this week. Um, yeah, look, I, I think this is, uh, I mean, this is just as far as business sense, yeah. this makes sense. Like yeah. they're, they're just not going to sell as many tickets. It's a good or PR move watched. for them. They're yeah. showing that they're being considerate. Well, because well, people Marvel feel guilty. Is, Marvel and yeah. Disney are. The Death Wish distributors aren't because they, they've cited different reasons right. for it. Yeah. So they're just being fiscal about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I, yeah, I think that it's just... You know, people feel a bit guilty when they watch that kind of thing after something real is kind of impacted their life. It's meant to be escapism. It's meant to be absurd. And when that kind of gets mirrored in real life, it's, yeah. it's weird to, to watch it. You just kind of feel a bit you know, icky. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a bummer though because Punisher was rumored because they never actually gave the date for the release. It was rumored that it might've actually been this weekend. Um, That's very upsetting. Yeah. I thought they were just going to drop it out of nowhere. They they were. Yeah. They were it was meant to be a surprise. So now we don't know when we're going to see it. Yeah, which we already didn't know. But yeah. Well. Oh well. All right. Moving on. Uh, pre-production has been indefinitely halted on Bill Condon's dark universe, Bride of Frankenstein. Now this was very out of the blue. This came just a couple of days after Bill Condon was saying how he was kind of looking at Gal Gadot for the for the main the, for the lead, um, and then boom. 
Uh, it was already underway pre-production. They just told everyone to go home. That's wild. Yeah, so this is, of course, uh, the dark universe we're talking about here. This is a follow-up to Tom Cruise's The Mummy, uh, Alex Kurtzman's Tom Cruise's The Mummy, <laughs> which didn't perform terribly financially. Um, critically, everyone hated it, though. We were pretty fair. Yeah, absolutely. I, di- I, I, didn't, I didn't mind it at all, but um, people lambasted it pretty hard. Um, it, uh, it did about $400 million globally or something. It made its money back, which is fine. But uh, now we were all wondering where the Dark Universe was going to go from here. It's not looking good. You reckon it's done? Um, I think, well, what's the next one that's meant to come out? Uh, Bride of Frankenstein. Was that, oh, okay, I thought there was one that was um, already more in production. No, like 2019 was the first follow-up, which is Yeah, it's, it's entirely possible that this, this is not going to work. I mean, they, I mean, they tried was already it. their second go yeah, at it. Luke Evans, yeah. um, the Dracula, Dracula untold. was their first attempt at it. And then they kind of came out really explicitly saying this is going to be a shared universe. I think they wanted, or they were expecting people to get a little bit more behind it. And when that didn't work, I, I, we'll have to see if this, if what happens next, but I, I don't think that there's an awful lot of room for, for them to go. I like, wouldn't be surprised if they just quietly shuffle it off and we never hear about it again. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't look like there's any potential here, unfortunately. Yeah, I agree. And I, I can't say I'm overly disappointed. I mean, just, Kind of with way, with the way that it was setting up, um, yeah. I mean, I I would have liked to see their eventual Avengers. You know, I, yeah. I, I would like to just watch that in alternate reality, but uh, probably not going to happen. No, probably won't. All right, moving on. Our final story: uh, Jenny Slate is to join so- Sony Pictures Venom with Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, and Riz Ahmed. Ah, this again. Venom. So Venom. the movie that nobody cares about or wants to see, um, directed by Ruben Fleischer of Zombieland, uh, has a fucking amazing cast. What happened? What is happening? I don't know. I, never, I, I mean, to be honest, this could be really good. Like, you, you don't know. It's unlikely. Riz Ahmed, I've only seen him in Rogue One. So You didn't see Nightcrawler? No. It's fucking good in that. Okay. Everyone was great in okay. that. Um, but yeah, he didn't get much to do in Nightcrawler. Uh, sorry. Uh, no. Rogue One. So I'm just like... Is this really an amazing cast? It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, is it? Tom Hardy, uh, Michelle Williams, fantastic. And Jenny Slate, I fucking love. She's done some some great stuff. Who's, what's she done? She's a... Uh, Obvious Child is kind of the big one, her big starring role. Yeah, um, yeah she's not on my radar. The Abortion Movie. I cannot recommend that one highly enough. Okay. It's just very funny and sweet. Um, but you would know her if you saw her. She's, right. She pops up in a lot of things. She's a comedian. Um yeah, for, I, I have heard rumors that there is a really garbage script for this film and that's why they're trying to cover it up with a great cast. Like they're trying to get people who can sell it. But uh, also for Venom, the John Wick stunt coordinators have signed on. Yeah, that's for it. Which uh, As stunt coordinators? No, as, uh, as makeup artists. Yeah. <laughs> well, weren't there directors of, of John Wick stunt coordinators? Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, so I just wanted to make sure there wasn't any ambiguity about it's, that. Like it's, it's not the, the directors, yeah, okay, it's gotcha. the stunt wood, but um, the guys that actually did the stunts. Yeah, odd odd fit for a Venom movie, maybe. Yeah, look, I mean, nothing about this. Like, okay. I'm sure they can do other things. Yeah, than, than <laughs> John Wick shooty stuff. But I, uh, I love, uh, I love that that's a new story. As if they're going to be like, yeah, you know, these guys that did a completely different film. I think that's fair, though. I mean, if you think of like the best stunts of the past few years in any movie, you'd probably look at John Wick. It's uh, true. Yeah, you know, 
Captain America Winter Soldier Civil War, which they're involved with as well. Um, yeah, no, for me, it's just not, nothing about this. And you kind of mentioned this, nothing about this appeals to me apart from the fact that they've got a great cast. Yeah, which um, could be a bit of a smoke screen. Yeah. You never know, like a bunch of really good actors just phoning it in. What are your thoughts, George? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair call. We've, we've lost George. Yeah. <laughs> that 90 minute expiry on you know, how much podcast very you serious. To. I've got to say something. You know, you can tell me this guy's cast, that guy's cast. Mm, uh, doesn't I, mean I, much. It doesn't. I need, to, I need to know a bit more. You thrive on this shit with Star Wars, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because right. because there's um I guess there's more context with Star Wars. This could be anything. This could be a lot more like Homecoming, or this could be a lot darker. You know, I don't know what the tone is. You know, they've said they're going to do an R-rated one, but what is that actually going to translate to yeah, that at the end feature? Yeah. Well, look at this point, I've got a lot of faith in Sony, and I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt for now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I uh, agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> we're going to move on from that. Um, George, do you have the time on you? Is it trailer times? <laughs> it is trailer time. I think it's 2.30, but uh, it could be bad. <laughs> um, first on our list for our trailers is Pacific Rim. Uprising. Uprising. Rise. Join the uprising. Boom, 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 boom. Um, this looks interesting. Um, the, one, the one thing I thought was interesting about this was the fact that it looked like Jaegers fighting Jaegers, which is something that we talked about. Um, quite early on, Jaeger on Jaeger, hardcore Jaeger on Jaeger action. <laughs> um, it'll be interesting, but there's obviously also kaiju in this as well. So that that's going to be interesting to see how that there's dynamic, a massive kaiju. Now, now yeah. you keep using this word interesting. Um, there's within one the thing context. I would, yeah, no, I, no, I got to say, there's one thing I wouldn't apply to this trailer at all. I am not interested. Mm. Um, not, not as cool as I was anticipating with yeah. um, the last trailer yeah. and, and all the marketing. Did you notice that they did, just commenting on the um, trailer opening, they did the Rogue One, like, mm. but they did it with yeah. like a blowhorn or something. Like it was weird. Bah, I was like, <laughs> <bah>. <laughs> um, look, uh, John Boyega looks great. John Boyega. Yeah. He's got a, a great uh, Idris Elba impersonation. He's, he's British. Yep, and because in Star Wars he, he is has British. an American accent, mm, so it's interesting yeah. to see him embrace. This is weird, given he wasn't imperial, he should have gone British, <laughs> since they're all British. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think this looks anywhere near as good as the first one visually. It doesn't have that amazing kind of uh, neon uh, Del Toro no, look to it, it which was which something that um, I looking at this one, I think must have really helped make the special effects look a lot better in the first one, just the, the stylization of it. Because, mm. man, when there's like five or four or whatever Jaegers in the city, I'm like, man, this looks like Power Rangers. Yeah, it does. It I'm does, exaggerating, it, not that bad. But and they did, it, and they it did didn't the look poses, good yeah. and they went one by one through them, and I'm like, yeah. wow, they're really pushing the and franchise. And it's just, it's just broad, broad daylight, lots of gray. I'm like, man, this is nothing like that, uh, was it Hong Kong or something in the first one, yeah. which was just drenched in color. Yeah. Uh, which is a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But interesting, in the first teaser trailer, and we talked about this, was I said John Boyega was in the Jaeger by himself. So maybe they've evolved Jaegers. But in this, clearly, there's two pilots mm, in the yeah. um, Jaegers. And was I, Scott Eastwood his co-pilot? Yeah. yeah. Or the girl as well? Was she? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't pay attention. It, again, this. I mean, it, it. when I said interesting before, I really didn't mean within the context. Like, yeah. it's, it's not an interesting trailer. I, I would have expected more. Like I'd have expected something a little bit more bombastic and, and I think um, 
yeah, it just kind of felt empty. At, at the end when it was like, whoa, and they're all standing there in awe and then you see like, a ugh. big, big kaiju. It's like, yeah, what, we saw a big kaiju in the first one. Yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of big kaijus. Yeah. Um, next is uh, Netflix's Dark. This looks creepy as fuck. Yep. Yeah, this looks cool. Um, Into it. Like Don't know some, what it's about. Some kind of science fiction-y mystery, missing yeah. kids or something. Time travel. Time travel yeah. definitely seems to be involved. Um, I don't know. It looks like they've maybe grabbed up something to try and uh, slot into that uh, Stranger Things stuff that uh, is currently very popular. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Mystery. It's got it's serialized. got a you know clearly set in Europe somewhere. Um, it's kind of got that Scandinavian um, Girl the Dragon tattoo kind of vibe. Yeah. That, I kind of felt that as Which well. Which I yeah. absolutely love yeah, that yeah. kind of setting and that feel. So um, I'm 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 really excited for it. December first, it said, I believe. Bring it on. Yeah, very interested to find out more about this. Netflix. Um, and finally, we have the trailer for Replicas, which Replicas. is the new uh, Keanu Reeves film, kind of sci-fi um, film. I felt like this trailer was it gave away way too much information. I, my first comment was that, that you know, why bother actually seeing the film? You've mm. just seen everything in there the trailer. There was a lot in there. It feels like a trailer that could have ended with the reveal of, you know, there was an accident and I brought you back. Yeah. I yeah. just created these coins. Or not even, not, not even... I think it has to be in there. It's, it's, it's the hook. It's the premise, yeah. But... Um, yeah, it went on it, after it, that. Yeah, it kind of kept showing more. I really hope this is kind of this madcap, wacky... Keanu Reeves just has to keep killing people to cover this up and cloning them, and it's just yeah. it's just getting out of control. Yeah. There's too many clones. Help yeah, me, no, need to clone I, more people. I, I like this kind of sci-fi. It does remind me of some um, less liked properties like uh, Transcendence. It definitely and, reminded me of Transcendence. Which worries me. I, I hate oh. that other movies like that affect how I see these kind of films, mm. so I really try and push that out. The um, look of but it. But it's hard to... It looks yeah. very transcendence. Uh, I was kind of thinking of a cooler movie, uh, Splice, which which oh, I yeah. quite liked, which you know just different, very much, but um, just science kind of going down a very dark route. Yeah, um, that was a cool one, Splice. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's our trailers done. George, you said there wasn't much in in Star Wars news this week. No, just Ron Howard sharing more crap from the Han Solo <laughs> movie. Um, oh, I so love his shared, Instagram. He it's shared so a photo good. with um, Thandie Newton. From the Han Solo set, so she's wrapped up filming. But the interesting part of it is the patch that is covered up by oh. Ron Howard's hand, oh. or almost covered up because it shows what people are saying to be an Imperial logo. Uh-oh. So she's going to be part of the Empire. Wow. Whoa. How do you guys feel about that? Now, I feel nothing. Is she playing her character from Westworld? Yes. Wow. Confirmed, <laughs> Confirmed right here. Westworld, Star Wars has confirmed to be a shared universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Star Wars is just one of the worlds. worlds yeah. Star yeah. World. That's it. Yeah. Yuck. No, I'm I'm still not keen for this at all. Mm. 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 I hope I'm not like this is the problem. I hope I'm not just kind of getting down this spiral of but hate. Hopefully for Last this Jedi comes out and reinvigorates yeah. you and you're like, yeah. How terrible would it be if Last Jedi came out? It was really good. You got this massive high from it, and then you just had to come plunging back down for um, the Han Solo standalone. I mean, I'm I'm anticipating that. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd be nice if if there's. Um, Imagine if Han Solo is better than the Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Ron Howard. 
You would have made. I'd be done. I, I reckon they should like if that if that happens, just pull a divergent and just you know don't even bother with the last one. Yeah, Fuck get it. Ron Howard through for uh, ten through twelve. It's the kick, kick Ron off Howard JJ. Trilogy. JJ and say Ron's gonna take it. <laughs> Ron's got it. He's yeah. got it under Fire all current directors. He's Ron Howard's it. coming in. And then uh, another piece of cool news is that there's going to be a new Thrawn novel. Timothy Zahn's coming back. He's getting some solid paychecks, I reckon. So he's mm. going to keep writing. The first Thrawn book that um, just got released was really cool. So um, I'm excited to that. Evidently, Darth Vader's going to feature in it. Cool. <laughs> is it at the end? And is God it? <laughs> like, why? I like, I, like that they've, it. I like that they brought back Zahn to kind of spearhead the, this character. Like yeah. His character. Same. It's really cool. And I don't think he's going to translate over to the movie, so I think that's good. It'll it'll happen eventually. We'll, we'll get the we'll get the Thrawn movie. 2040. Thrawn! He's sooner than that. Right? <laughs> and finally, yeah. Question of the week. Question of the week. What time is it? What? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> we already did that question, George. George is officially checked out. <laughs> you can see it behind his eyes. <laughs> Ready for an afternoon nap. Yeah. Um, which one did you have? Oh, I've been trying to think of an answer for this. I can't think. So the question here is, what is a legitimately great moment from a bad film? George, did you manage to think of something? Um, almost. So Ben, you go. You, you give me another one, couple of seconds. Yeah, all right. So my one is um, probably an obscure film. I don't know if you guys remember Ghost Town with Ricky Gervais. Oh, yeah. Um, Ghost Town. It's essentially he can see dead people. He's a, like a dentist. It's a, just a stupid comedy. It's it's no, not interesting whatsoever. Very forgettable. But um, the ending has always stayed with me for some reason. One of the characters in it, Taylor Leone's character, her husband has died, and um, Ricky Gervais can see him and can talk to him. And um, at the end, it, it's just a small moment. Taylor Leone comes into the dentist office and says, um, "It hurts when I smile," and she's kind of in tears. And he just looks up and says, "I can fix that." And it just ends. I'm, I'm like, that's such a beautiful moment. It's such a just a really nice little cap to this movie that uh, is completely forgettable. But um, yeah, that's one that's just stayed with me. Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah. I, I'm really struggling with I this. I can't one. think. Like, what's a bad movie that we've seen this year that had a good moment in it? Okay. Um, Let's go. When I think bad movie, I think Transformers. I hated all of that. Uh, or um, oh, okay. Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. I hated great all of that. From Transformers was when Mark Wahlberg was rolling around with Bumblebee and Optimus Prime on the um, the mirror but disc at the how end. How was that a good moment? I, I was like, it was a good moment because I was like, what the fuck? And, uh, it's and, not what this is, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, like good as in I enjoyed it. You know, not good as in it had integrity. <laughs> when the credits started, that was a great moment. <laughs> yeah, in that yeah. One. Um, God, I gotta think of a bad movie. The Dark a... Tower. Any good moments in the Dark Tower? Nope. nope. <laughs> Suicide Squad. That had really good moments in it. That was oh, a, a actually, movie yeah. made of some good moments. That's, I, That's all it was. Was I'll a montage. Yeah, of yeah. Some good moments. That's actually a good answer. I'm going to steal that. Um, my answer is uh, Suicide Squad um, because that's just essentially an entire movie made up of good moments. Give me a sec, George. Um, I'll find you an answer. Yeah. Too. <laughs> I, I'm just. I'm going through all the movies. We've seen a lot of movies this year. Yeah. Ghost in the Shell had some, the mummy? some stunning moments. The mummy. Ghost in the Shell had some really great moments. Actually, that's probably that's going to be my answer. Thanks, right, cool. <laughs> no, there's not grave answers. Yeah, I'll, I'll start pre-preparing the answers for Thank you guys. You. Yeah, um, that's very cool. 
Uh, I can't remember which bit of the movie was good. That's yeah, I like that you both picked a movie, but not a moment. Or yeah. I picked the movie, so you <laughs> can't even pick a moment. Um, uh, oh, from Suicide Squad. Uh, 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 the intro uh, uh, with the text? No, okay, here we go. When no, that was I'll awful. Just, I'll, I hated that. I'll finish your answers off for you. Uh, El Diablo, when he's in the, the tank, and he's, he's like, I will never take another life. Like, he kind of had a cool eh. arc in that movie. Um, <laughs> well, pick one then. <laughs> I'm trying. Um, oh, God. God, you know what? Irrespective of them butchering a beloved character, I did like some of the um, uh, Jared Leto and uh, Margaret Robbie scenes. Okay, I really like the Harley Quinn kind of origin scene. Yeah, so her like Wait, when falling into the thing, and he yeah. goes, "Oh shit!" and no, he jumps after. Yeah, when, like when when he's up here, and he, when when they're up there, and he's like, uh, "Would you die for me?" And he's like, "No, that's too easy." Would you live for me? I yeah. really like that moment. Mm. Um, Ghost in the Shell. I think that that scene where she's on the building, gets rid of the cloak, and then falls down, and and the action fuck, scene that follows that was so cool, really cool. The, that, the robot, the spider yeah. geishas, mm. like that was so well done. Yeah, um, that and that was very early on in the film. Um, sort of gave me a little bit of glimmer of hope. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a weird one because I don't think it's been. I, I, I barely remember the film, but um, I didn't think I thought it was a bad film. Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, I think yeah, I was just probably painfully wonderful. average. I think I was the one defending that one. Oh yeah, in Eesh. our review. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so one of us has got to have good taste. That's oh, a, that's a, is that the hill you're going to die a, on? I was gonna be like, that's a bad movie to go down defending. Like, <laughs> that's this week's episode of Plank Check. <laughs> Uh, I've got to I've got to pick better films to defend. Like no, no, you get what too was defensive the one and you do it with just these. Wet, uh, well, no, I got I got like cornered into defending um spider-man oh the amazing spider-man, amazing spider-man. which i don't like at all Bo- you never you didn't have to though Bo- yeah. Bo- <laughs> Bo- to. you've um, done that yourself <laughs> uh yeah i defend right. some weird films <laughs> well that's it guys another weekly show done and dusted that we'll it is be back in a week's time whoa coming at your podcast app like a flannel with the boys Connor, bye, and Benny. Like and subscribe. Yes. Ooh.